welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. This is the second episode of, of the current, like, mini-arc. Which, as of yet, we still haven't named, have we? No, we oh, haven't dear. named the arc. You, there'll be a name that you can see at home that we haven't come up with yet, but it's really good. Isn't that a great name for an arc? I'm surprised that you're willing to go with that because so far I have been naming our mini-arcs and you have hated them. I, oh, boy, have you hated my name? Yeah, names. this is going to be another Escape Roompa Loompa or E.T. the Escaping Terror Escape Trail. I hope it's, it's better than that, everybody. It's a better name for an arc. Uh, and every episode we have guests come on and play through an escape room that exists in our mind's eye and our heart's ears. Uh, and this episode, for all you eagle-eared audiophiles out there, you might be like, he's on a different microphone. That's not his normal microphone. And I'll be like, you've listened to too many podcasts. But you're right. We are here in a different studio. We're in the studio, in the Block Blunders studio. We have the pair from Block Blunders, a frequent guest on the show, back again, my brother, Pat Sunderland. Welcome. Hello, hello. Glad to be here. And joining you is first-time guest, Barry Walsh. Welcome. That's me. Thank you. People who listen to the bonus episodes between seasons will have heard that Danny has done an episode of Block Blunders, but for people who haven't listened to that, would you like to give like a quick rundown of what Block Blunders is? So Block Blunders is a comedy podcast where Pat and I choose a movie that one of us hasn't seen and we try to guess the plot of that film. Uh, or we have a guest on and we have them try to guess it on. We just use like pop culture references or like uh, we use the cast list and we try to piece together what we think, um, say like a classic movie like uh, Danny's episode was about The Terminator. So we had Danny guess like what happened in The Terminator and she was very good at it. For many episodes, it's essentially, can I figure out the plot of a movie working backwards from Simpsons references yeah. to oh, that yeah. movie? It's, it's yeah. trying to come up with a synopsis just through cultural osmosis. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, wonderful. I haven't done an episode yet. Uh, but and you, you never keep will. trying to get me on. Like, <laughs> it's like the opposite, where you keep trying to get me on for an episode. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm busy and I've got this and I don't know what movies I haven't seen because yeah. I haven't seen them. <laughs> <laughs> Therein lies the rub. It's hard to find the right balance of something that you can say something about like, because yeah. there are plenty of movies that you haven't seen, mm. but like I'm not going to be able to say much about the great Ziegfeld. Yeah, I mean, True. gosh, yeah, yeah. We are excited to to have you on and to to play an escape room. Uh, do you think, Pat, that your your experience with this show will make you the the winner? I will break this escape room upon my wheel. I will destroy <laughs> it. I'll render it into dust. I I will. This will be the last episode of Escape This Podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> based, on, based on how conclusively I will solve this escape We're only really halfway through yeah. the arc. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, and I'll be there too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we always have the same questions for guests who come on the show. Uh, and the first one is, this is an Escape Room podcast. Uh, so, Pat, we'll start with you because it's a bit more of an update. What is your Escape Room experience? My escape room experience, I'm glad you asked, Bill. Mm. My escape room experience is going to escape rooms with you and Danny <laughs> and finding a little corner of my own to be like, oh, here's a task. And I, and I put the little things together and I say, oh, I see this is the instructions for like how to actually look at the rest of the room. This is kind of the framework of how mm -hmm. the room is actually meant to be solved. It's like the first – and I turn around and you guys have done it. Uh, <laughs> and we get a prize and we get a tour behind the scenes <laughs> yeah. of the escape room. And I feel very accomplished having done very little. So – 
that's essentially what I'm bringing to this is an idea that I'm really good at escape routes, <laughs> even though uh, I am usually carried, I believe is the term. Well, Pat sold this to me like he was really good at these, so I'm hoping <laughs> to get carried. This isn't going to work at all. How, how, what about you, Barry? What are yours? Oh, none. I've, I've never done an escape <laughs> really? route. Really? I didn't because know every time I float it to friends or my partner, it gets like a really dispassionate, like... <laughs> Yeah, maybe later. Uh, yeah, you sounds could, good. Yeah, but there's like one right across the road from my house, the cipher room. I live oh, like, like across the road from the cipher, go room. To cipher room. I know, right? It's fantastic. I keep trying to tell people oh. it's just there. <laughs> If you're right across the road from Cypher Room, there's a chance that you're already a puzzle in Cypher Room. Yeah. Based, on, based on how they're... People do keep ringing our doorbell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, you know, hopefully this is a good first experience. Uh, and so then the other element of this show is it is escape rooms mixed with a sort of tabletop role-playing style. So in reverse order, Barry, what is your tabletop role-playing experience? This I have a lot more experience in. I play D&D weekly and that's kind of like my only session of like puzzles and things. <laughs> so like the other week I was actually in a session where they had a puzzle and I was uh, still trying to solve my own version of the word puzzle while everyone else had solved it and moved <laughs> on. And I was not convinced that they were right. But they no. were, well, the to DM, be fair, what was your character's intelligence? <laughs> very low. Well, <laughs> you're yeah. just playing the role. And then Pat. Um, yeah, I, I have a fair amount of, Role-playing, tabletop role-playing experience. I've played a bit of D&D, a bit of Pathfinder, a bit of, uh, you know, Lancer, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Probably most of my experience is with the video game versions of mm. role-playing games. I'm a big fan and I'm, I'm, I lose myself in a character so easily. You know? <laughs> I'm lose, I, I live in fantasy worlds. Uh, I'm in one right now. There's a dragon behind you. Watch out. <laughs> that's, a bad, that's not very in I will say that's actually very poor character work. Imagine yeah. you're in a fantasy world like... Oh, there's a dragon behind you. <laughs> You'd be talk- more scared. This is a world in which dragons, like I'm talking about, like 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 bearded lizards, you know, bearded oh, dragons. You know. So Australia, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the, the fantasy, fantasy world. Is just like a hundred kilometers west of where you currently are. Oh, I feel like I'm there. Ooh. Uh, wonderful, well, Danny. I think we're ready to go. Do, do do we need to give any context to our guests for where they are in the arc? So in episode one, your character works as an intelligence analyst and you discover that the local high school there was an adult impersonating a student (laughs) and you as the most youthful member of the team was sent in to infiltrate yourself as a student to catch them. Jump Street. That's (laughs) it. Jump Street. And you succeeded at figuring out who they were but you did not learn what their nefarious plan was and why they were doing this. But you did find a mysterious note that suggested that they were not alone in this plot and that the head of science... Mr. Menifee was also in on it. Oh my God. So you are headed to his classroom to see if you can find anything suspicious. So uh, just as an important note, note of clarification, we are collectively one person. You are collectively one grown-up person, <coughs> which is... Yeah, the fact that you're a grown-up doesn't really come up yeah. in the room. <laughs> <Just do. laughs> There's like... something on the highest shelf. Like, oh, how do we reach it? <laughs> All right, I think we're ready to to get going with the room, Danny. Would you like to whisk us away to a world of adventure and fantasy? Do this thing. (laughs) At high school. Yeah, Yeah. high school science. Did either of you do much high school science? Oh, until I was allowed not to. Excellent. (laughs) That's what I like to hear. I did biology up into year 12, which is the least science-y of the sciences. Take it. Yes. Let's do this then. You don't know what it is, but there's something strange going on at this school. The problem is, you really don't know what. Not even a ballpark idea. All you've heard is some vague reference to some mischief, which is apparently going very well, which you can only be sure is a bad thing. Because it's not the students causing mischief, it's the adults. 
And specifically, you think Mr. Menifee, the head of science, is the ringleader, or at least an important part of it. He's up to something, and you know he gives off very sinister vibes. So naturally, that means you have to figure out what's going on and stop him. And you can't ask for help because other people might be in on it with him. The conspiracy might go all the way to the top. Again, though, you have absolutely no idea what conspiracy you're talking about. So really, this is an exploratory mission. Information gathering, and then whatever you find, you'll hand it over to someone with real authority who can be trusted to do something about it. I mean, unless suppose you find out that Mr. Menifee is eating kids or something, then you could probably intervene yourself. But what are the odds of that? <sighs> so as soon as the bell rings, you sneak through the empty science corridor and make your way to Mr. Menifee's lab. It sounds empty in there. Tentatively, you reach for the door handle, which doesn't budge. Yeah, of course it's locked. You groan. Well, that would have been too easy, wouldn't it? Guess your first step is actually getting inside, and then you can do your investigative mission. Well, I pull out my uh, service-issued pistol and fire <laughs> two good. bullets straight through the lock. Uh, I kick the door real hard. <laughs> <laughs> We are canonically an adult. We, we're like six and a half feet tall. Actually, but, uh, that but we might just have been canonically like. true from the last room. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. So, I think in the, you know that um, wax figure of Robert Wadlow at the Ripley's oh, Believe course, It or Not, yeah, the yeah. eight foot tall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giant like, shoes. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think we canonically established that was how tall you were. Damn. Uh, yeah, we're going to have trouble getting this door even if we unlock it. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a problem. Well, uh, what, what kind of, is it just your regular sort of key lock that we're looking at? Actually, no. Cool. This is not the usual way you'd expect. It's got an actual lock attached to the handle, a six-letter combination lock. Mr. Menifee brought it here and attached it himself. Well, you know what? He clearly likes adding decorations because the door's normal feature is it has a small, high glass window built into it. But right underneath that, there are several stickers that look like they've come right out of a kid's periodic table. And we're going to have to get an image going of that. And Pat, how familiar are you with the periodic table? A. That's one of them. <laughs> is it? No. I know Damn CA it. is sodium, right? Isn't no <laughs> SA? NA. NA. Well, this is already going really well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray that we've not been asked to memorize the periodic table ahead of time. And that they will oh, instead. did you not get my email? <laughs> yeah, uh, I was no. going to say. <laughs> I did get the email. You didn't. Uh, I just chose not to study. Is that? Oh, uh, yes, right. I see. I see. I'm relying well, on you and your science experience. Well, good. Yeah, biology. So for people at home, you can see this image in the show notes below. But uh, Barry, would you like to describe Ooh. these door stickers? Oh, yeah. To the okay. Listening audience. So we have um, two, four, six, eight, ten stickers of what look like periodic table letters. Uh, and there are some numbers underneath. So there's three LI and then six point. Nine four one zero. Uh, there's thirty one GA. Oh my god! There are these the actual periodic things because I'm. I'm Those are some real periodic table. Numbers. And they're the real numbers as well. You, the thirty one. That's it. You, you okay. can take their word for it that these are real periodic table things. Okay. There's uh, GA. There's N. There's fifty three I. Or is that a lowercase L? Uh, <laughs> one, I, think two, I think they leave it capitals if it's just the one letter. Okay. Well, I'll take what their word it? for yeah. it. Then there's 83BI, then there's two S's. Uh, 16 is the number for the S's. We got two eights, zeros, oh, sorry, not zeros, O's. And then we have one last N, which is seven, 
So if I'm not mistaken, if you look at all these letters together just in pure sequence, this spells out the music teacher's name, Ligani Basum. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Oh Put that in. Oh, my God. Ligani. <laughs> uh, You'll never catch me. I'm Ligani Basum. I should also specify they are coloured and they have different – some colours match and some don't. Some colours match and some don't. So all the eyes are the same colour, which are red. Right. Um, the L is orange and so are the S's. Interesting. GA from 31 GA is um is blue and then N B O O and N that I already said that they're all black. Oh, I, ha- I had a four color pen that would have worked perfectly for this, but I wrote <laughs> them all in blue. Uh, okay, interesting. Yeah, so Very I think surely like the colors are. I mean, for they're matching it maybe. Yes, yes. So we need six of these letters. Yeah. To make, uh, I don't know, maybe we need to spell a word out of here or something. It is a lettered lock, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's six a letter letters. Lock. And we're looking at these, um, these uh, they're just a bunch of stickers on the door. Correct. All right. Is there anything else at the door that would stand out to an enterprising young uh, secret agent? There was only one other feature about the door that I mentioned already. You had the six-letter lock. You the window? The- there was a window. Oh. Can we look through the window? Peer through the window. You have to stand on your tiptoes somehow. <laughs> <Are we? laughs> or, or squat down. Yeah, very, yeah, very yeah, yeah, sorry. You have to get down uh, beyond, sorry. like not on your knees. You have to like get on your hips to be able to look through this window. <laughs> uh-huh. And you peer through the glass. The window is very small. You can't get a good look around. You can't turn your head in any sort of direction. Press so right up against you it. You can basically <laughs> see straight ahead and that's it. And... On the exact opposite side of the room from you, you see a poster and Ooh. it looks like it's themed around the states of matter. Really wasn't expecting this to be such a science-themed one. I'm not going to lie. It's a, <laughs> it's a very science-themed room. My... I suspect we won't need to know the uh, states of matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. So for people at home, you can uh-huh. see this one as well, but Pat will describe it to you. Oh, oh this cool. This is a poster that says, matter can change state. Then it says, if it's hot in orange, solid becomes liquid. The S and the L are bold. Liquid becomes gas. The L and the G are bold. Ice becomes water. The I and the W are bold. And water becomes air. The W and the A are bold. If it's really hot, red, solid becomes gas. Ice becomes air. This is like if it's red, then this letter will mean this letter. And if it's orange, this letter it turns into this letter kind of stuff is what I think. Uh-huh. Then it has in blue. If it's cold, gas becomes liquid. Liquid becomes solid. Air becomes water. Water becomes ice. And then in uh, deep blue, dark blue... If it's really cold, <laughs> gas becomes solid, air becomes ice. Is this true? <laughs> I can't believe it. We've been this. told to just blindly believe. <laughs> so we will be needing to check this chart again because these colours will change. So start, starting oh, off, we right. have the okay. L-I. Okay. The L is orange, which means hot. Liquid becomes gas. So that L becomes a G. The I is, oh. is red. So the I be- ice becomes air. So the I is now an A. The N I knew is, Pat would carry this. This is great. I'll just write down the letters as he got, the, does the it. The N is black, uh, as far as I can tell. So in that does not correlate to any doesn't. of these matters can change states. So I'm okay. assuming that stays as an N. The I is bright red. Ice becomes air. We've got Gana, G-A-N-A. Put so that far. in. <laughs> the B is just a B because it's black. Okay. The I is red, so that I becomes an A. Ganaba is what we've got <laughs> so far. Can I ask? Uh, yes. Did you get all of them? Did we get? Did all we get of all of them? What do you mean? Did you? I can see exactly why one. he had skipped one. Did we skip one? L I O G A. We did skip one. No, no, right. no. Okay, start again. Here we go. Cross because these out. L I became G A. Hey, oh, what, and what so we, then you just yeah, looked at G A. Well, G A. What if we um? What what if the black ones aren't 
like relevant? Because well, we one, two, three, four, oh, five, yeah, six. Let, oh no, one, seven, two, eight. Yeah, okay. Well, let's, let's see how we go. Let's I'll, keep, I'll, yeah. I've, I've I've messed up at the very start. So L I Ganaba. <laughs> so it's it's not spelling out Ganaba. That's interesting. It's actually about the G A. Oh, we need to rearrange it so it says Banaga. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, the uh, the G A above deep blue. So that means the G becomes an S because gas becomes solid, and the A becomes an I. So Gasinaba. So wait, so yeah, so it starts with the. It's still G A at the start. G A S I, and then I think I can just keep going again. N A B A, Gasinaba. Is this bananas? Is that <laughs> we will see. see it's very of... interesting. So now we've got two S's. The two S's are orange. S's become liquid. Uh, uh, liquid. Solid becomes liquid. B-A-L-L. The O-O-N. Gas in a balloon. It spells gas in a balloon. Okay. And I put one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Balloon is seven letters. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what gas would go in a balloon? No, gas is in that... a balloon. Helium. Helium. <laughs> the, 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 key, the code is helium. <laughs> Well, no, hold on. That's, <laughs> that's a little he, too easy. That's what they want you to do. The other gas that you can put in a balloon is oxygen. Oh, yeah. I put in oxygen. I'm sorry. The answer was hexane. Oh, it's a heavy balloon. Yes, of course, to do the funny voice. Um, no, we enter helium into the six-letter lock. And you succeed. The lock clicks and comes off. Nice. Looking over your shoulder to make sure that you're truly alone now, you open up the door and you step into Mr. Menifee's classroom. And you can now take your first real look around, mm-hmm. which means map drawing everybody. Oh. I want pictures. I want good detailed pictures. <laughs> I'm a bad drawer. I drew a door That's here. <laughs> even better. You came in a door through the south wall and that States of Matter poster was on the wall immediately opposite you. Mm-hmm. Off to the east of the room, there is a desk and a whiteboard. Now, on that opposite wall was not only the States of Matter poster, but a chemical equations poster at least what's left of it. It's gotten badly ripped at some stage. Delinquent students. I'm sure we won't need to figure out what bits are missing. <laughs> at the west of the room is a bench with loads of models and dioramas sitting on it. Some Ooh. student assignment. Was this an episode of Community? Diorama desk. And most of the centre of the room is taken up by one long laboratory bench. Now, none of this, as far as you can see, looks immediately like it's harboring any dark secrets, but, Mm -hmm. you know, Mr. Menifee is up to something in here, so something in here is evil. Uh. Or maybe that's an exaggeration. You have no idea yet. That's why you need to explore and find out. All right. What what excites you most about what we've heard? I think the ripped poster. I like them. I want to check out what's ripped about it. Check out the equations ripped poster. You don't know whether a particularly rowdy student did this, but someone sure took their anger out on this poster. From what you can tell, it was just a long list of equations. Doesn't look like it was going to explain how they worked or what the equations represented. But now all that's left is the title and the first couple of lines. You recognise some of the element symbols, but it's been a while since you've done chemistry. You can't be expected to know much. And now I uh, this, this image is in the show notes for people who want to see it, uh, and I'm about to ruin Barry's day. Oh, oh, yay. Chemistry is fun. Uh, there are two equations... The first one is H2SO4 plus HI, uh, and then there is an arrow pointing to the other, which I don't understand what that means. Um, But then there's H2O, I know that one, (laughs) (laughs) plus uh, I2 plus H2S. And then the second equation is H3PO4, which I believe he's in Star Wars, (laughs) um, plus HCI with an arrow pointing to, again, our, our friend Mr. Water. 
plus PCI5. That will probably be a CL this time rather than a CI. CL, yeah. For for someone uh, at home who's checking the show notes, I'm always uh, uh, curious with things like this. You'll notice that chemistry is fun. It's quite an odd font. So that the mm. eyes oh. look like weird J's. Do you I... remember being in school? Well, exactly. Yeah. So I'm just trying to tell if this is verisimilitude because school had some of the strangest selections of fonts, which I've never encountered again in real life. <laughs> or was... if this is like, you didn't pick up on the clue that the eyes look like J's. What was your favourite border to put on your documents uh, in primary yeah, school? Yeah, yeah, music notes. Just the ones that's music a bunch notes. of Music notes, I like tabs. the planets. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's it. Well, you know, it always depends on the subject. And what about word art? What was your favourite word art mm. choice? Oh, Diagonal gosh. upwards shadowed. <laughs> <laughs> I liked wavy things. <laughs> I uh, I often Let's just... talk PowerPoint transitions. I was going to my favourite of all do you, time. Do, do you remember being a kid where you, when you ruin your teacher's entire day by doing a presentation where you write way too much on our PowerPoint and you have it fly in letter by letter <laughs> oh. with a typewriter sound? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, even like, oh no, even like movies from the from the two thousands used to do PowerPoint presentation. Like you see it all the we time. We noticed that when we were watching Phantom Menace, didn't we? They're just, they, they slide they in like he loves a star wipe. He loves a, a sphere wipe. So many good wipes. <laughs> So presumably we will find other little bits of this yeah. chemistry thing. I assume this will be once again uh, something about like moving, transferring letters to meaning different letters. I think like yeah, I mean. We know some of them. I mean, at least I know that there's water. So yeah, I'm, well, I mean, we probably won't need to know what the other. Ke- but who knows? No, yeah, it? I think we look at something else. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So what we got you, those down? What are you being drawn to? Um, well, I'm being drawn to the diorama desk. I'm hoping it's a little hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do they got? Forty k. Oh, if only. Sitting on this counter by the wall, there are models of varying size and quality. To the best of your understanding, they are supposed to represent cells. Some of the affluent kids have gone all out with 3D printed things, but most of them have kept simple. They've kept to the tradition of using clay for the cell membranes. They've got some cellophane in there for cytoplasm, a big marble for the nucleus. Some of them are plant cells, and they've got a little balloon as a central vacuole. And there are some bacterial cells that have paddle pop sticks spiking out the sides as the pili, or popsicle sticks if you're not Australian. (laughs) Ooh, and what's this? Fallen behind one of the models, there's a couple of pieces of paper. One of them a bit torn up. Two things. Why don't we start with the simpler one first? Uh, People at home can see this, but you found uh, what looks like the bottom of of that torn poster. I'll pass this to Pat this time. So our first two equations were numbered one and two. Yeah. Devastated to report that the bottom of the page reports nine and ten. So we're going to have a lot of. Uh, <laughs> let me just you said this was two, a short puzzle. Three. No, no, I don't think we did. I, right. I think we said oh, it was quite complicated right. and long. <laughs> okay, so we found nine and ten. So the ninth equation is H two O. That's water with an arrow. <laughs> yeah, H two plus O two hydrogen and oxygen. Just, just seems to say that's what H two O is made out of. In fact, that's what Well, we need to get are. rid of a, an oxygen. And then yeah. 10, V2O5. That's been Hang on, V's? V, yeah, V2O5 plus HCl as an arrow to H2O plus VOCl3. I now cast my eyes to the big piece of paper. And what I'm looking at is (laughs) a, oh, it's a sort of explanation of how to balance uh, chemical equations, which seems to be what our previous chemical equations have been. Yeah. 
It's entitled Year 10, Balancing Chemical Equations. For an equation to be correct, there must be the same number of each element on the left side and right side of the arrow. An example of an unbalanced equation is N2H2 to NH3, as that is two nitrogens and two hydrogens to one nitrogen and three hydrogens. That's a spot on Mr. Minoffy uh, impersonation, by the way. <laughs> I'm evil. To balance, <laughs> we add numbers to the front of the molecules. So N... So to balance the equation, it becomes N2 plus 3H2 to 2NH3, which gives us two nitrogens and six hydrogens on both sides of the equation. That's what we've been given. So this is year 10 science, is it? So <laughs> so I'm is, feeling so small right now. So this is, this is, uh, this is actual science. Uh, but yeah, so you have all these equations and you can try and balance. They need to get As you pointed balanced. out, Barry, oh, that one's got too many oxygens. <laughs> yeah. You exactly. are bang on. But oh. the only way to balance it is by putting big numbers in front of entire little things. So you okay. can't change an H2O to like H3O. That would be I cheating. know what we can do that. But okay, two yeah. H2Os or three H2Os or four H2Os. And Billy, you're going to have you're going to have to supervise well, this. Well, I got, I got I got number nine down. You got number <laughs> nine down. I got the easiest one that I've seen so, so far. So how do we balance that? Well, my thought would be that you would. I had it in my head, and now it's gone. Well, what do you need to do? What's the problem with with read out Wait, number nine? What's the problem? The problem is, is that it's H2O, and oh, then yeah. on the other side, it's H2 plus O2. Okay. So the issue is on the first side that we have one hydrogen, sorry, two hydrogens and one oxygen, but then on the other side, you have two hydrogens and two oxygen. Mm-hmm. How do you move them again? You just move them? I wasn't, I don't you think You can I was... only put numbers in front of this. So I can, okay, I can do this it. as an example with you to get mm. you into the move, because this is oh. a very simple one. We've got two oxygens on the right. Yep. Okay, so we need at least two oxygens on the left. Mm-hmm. So how we can only do that by having two whole H2Os. Yeah. We've got two H2Os. Now we have four hydrogens and two oxygens. Which means Great. we need to fix that. Do you see yeah. a way to fix that? How do we get four hydrogens on the right? We're by putting a 2H. That's it. By putting a 2 in front of two the H2. Two H2Os would go to two, two H2s H2 plus O2. O2. And then you, so Balance. This is, the, this is the sort of the method. It's You, you start from something mm-hmm. that you need more of on one side, but you can only change the whole molecules. So that's it. You put a two in front of the H2O, now you've got enough oxygens, but too many hydrogens. Put a two in front of the hydrogens on the other side, and now everything balances, and you're the kings of comedy. Uh, now, would this be a time for us to stumble through balancing the equations that we've got? I would say that's a great plan. Okay. okay. So, um, are they ordered in difficulty? I suppose not, because the easiest one was number nine. No, they sadly. Let's have a crack at number ten. Barry. Hello. Do you want to work on these together? Or yeah, yeah, I guess we should. I'm, I'm, I'm truly, I'm still so far behind in terms That's of right. my, my thought process. So let's talk our way through let's number do, 10. Yeah, all right. Which is V2O5 plus HCl uh-huh. arrow H2O plus VOCl3. Yeah, it's better when I write these out nicer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. First thing that comes to mind in no particular order is that we have three CLs on the right side, but only one CL on the left side. Yeah. Okay. So I know at the very least I'm going to start off by putting a three on the HCl. So now we have enough CLs. We have one too many Hs. Because on the right side we have H2O. So instead I'm gonna change that three to a six because I need something that is multiplied by a two and a three. Okay. So I'm gonna say six, six HCl. HCl. Okay. Perfect, I love it, big number. So now the issue is, is that we've got six Hs and six CLs when on the le- right side there's only two Hs and three CLs. So I'm going to put a three on the H2O to make that enough hydrogens. So now that we've got six hydrogens on the left, six hydrogens on the right. Cool. 
Then I'm going to put a 2 in front of the VOCL3. So yeah, that that'll make it. Six yeah. chlorines on the left, six chlorines on the right. Now, let me look at something else. Uh-huh. That gives us oxygens. Yeah. That gives us three oxygens plus two oxygens, which is five ox- oxygens, Perfect. which fits. And it gives us V2 and two Vs on the right. So that's balanced. Yeah, that's that one is balanced. Good job. I'm on board. V205 plus three, a uh, six, six HCl goes to uh, three, three, three HCl plus, plus two, two VOCL3. And that's chemistry, baby. And then what I might do is write down the clean version of the final Yes, yes, absolutely. On like a okay. post-it note. So what was our first number nine? So that nine was... is two H2O. Yep. Arrow. Two yep. H2. A plus O2. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And then. Our clean one of number 10. Yep. Is V2O5 plus six HCL. Arrow. Three H2O. And two, VOCL3. Perfect. With a big C and a little L. All right. Now, let's go jumping to the start in a sort of virtual insanity move. Yep, good. Um, That's the only Jamiroquai song. Uh, And start from equation one. Yeah, let's go back to the top. So equation one, we have H2SO4. You'll have to correct me in case I wrote these poorly. That's why I've got it open. Yeah. Plus... H-L? H-I. Oh, sorry, H-I. Hi. Hi. Arrow, H-2-O plus I-2 plus H-2-S. So right there, we've got four hydrogens yeah. on one side. And we've got and we've three on the other. we've only got three on the other. So do we need to make them 12? That would be the... Well, I think... The oh, interesting thing here is that we have two lots of hydrogens on the left side, yeah. so we can be a bit more sneaky. True, yeah, okay. Ah, but the other issue is we've got four oxygens on the left side and we've only got one on the right side. Mm. That's a good place. I like that to start. So let's start off by giving ourselves enough oxygen. The S's are fine as well, and then the, the I's are, are fine. fine so, so it's just the H's and the O's. Here we go. Are the H's fine? The H's are not fine. We've got three on the left. Uh, sorry, f- no, I meant sorry. Yeah, the, the eyes. eyes aren't fine. Oh, the eyes the aren't eyes fine. Aren't You're fine. right. My apologies. Yeah. I can um, talk. H doesn't mean I. <laughs> so I'm going to start off by giving us enough oxygen. Yeah, okay. So I'm <gasps> going to put a four <laughs> on the right side on the H2O. Okay. So now on the right side, we have four oxygens. On the right side. Okay, yeah, sure. And, uh, and that equals the left side. But now the issue is, is we have eight, nine, ten hydrogen. And there's only three hydrogen on the left side. How many on the uh, there's? Hang on. How many H's are on the left side? There's three, isn't three, there? Three. Yep. So you've added four onto the right side. I've added a four on the H2O because the thing I'm doing on at the this moment. H2O. Yeah. The thing I'm doing at the moment is giving us enough oxygen. I'm matching the oxygen. Oh, That's my oh, first oxygen. Task. I thought you said I thought you were going to balance the H's. My apologies. No, I got no. mixed up. Yeah, oh, yeah, so that four now means there's eight hydrogens in that H2O. Yeah, that's what I was about so to say. Which is so many hydrogens. That's far too much hydrogen. How do we sort that? Well, we could. We just add an H. <laughs> um, so if we've got eight, ten hydrogens, got two there. So let's. Can't really, we don't want to add I much. This one might the... be the hardest one, number one. Possibly. I think yeah. I, I did these during the playtest and I started with number one. I was like, oh, oh. no. This is so, and then, you know, got to number nine. I was like, <laughs> water? <laughs> I don't want to unbalance our, our O's and S's yeah. are currently balanced. 
So I don't want to mess with them. So instead I'm going to mess with the HI. Because H's and I's are unbalanced. That's what I thought as well. So to equalize the H's... I'm going to put an eight in front of the HI. Uh, I mean, like, like that's that was where my head first went. Exactly. So now we have enough hydrogen. But now we have we have ten of... hydrogens on the left. Oh, and then there's an I just over on the side. Exactly. So we just on put a the four. right. So if we just put a four, yes, that'll make eight that of I, them. I believe that balances the equation. Yeah. So you do that's... heaps and heaps of HIs to get up to the number of H's that you just created. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you can because that's an even number of extra I's, mm-hmm. you can get there on the I two by yeah adding. So four. what we've ended up with. To fully balance the equation is H2SO4 plus 8HI. Hi, 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 hi. To 4H2O. Sorry, that's a weird way to read that. 4H2O plus 4I2 plus H2S. And that's chemistry. And that's chemistry. That's chemistry. I'm... <laughs> Alright, we're on a roll here. Yeah, you're this, on is a roll. Like, this is bringing this. me back to high school yeah. um, chemistry. God. Uh, so let's finish off the last equation that we have so far, which is number two. Yeah. We... Um, and that is H2. H3. H3. Oh, God, I misread that. Because H3PO. Yeah, H3PO. It was a good beer. Remember that beer? Remember that fight between C3PO and H3PO? I can speak over one million languages. I can speak 40. Get out of here. I speak them so well. I speak with heart. I'm no robot. I just changed my name to H3PO4. I'm just a guy. I'm not a droid. I'm just a guy from Yavin 4. What's the guy's name? in The guy that owns like Anakin and his mom. Watto? Oh, Watto, Watto, yeah, Watto. Hey. I'm Watto P.O. <laughs> so this, that's H3PO4 yes. yeah. plus HCL, mm. arrow. Or is that I? It is HCL. Oh, HCL okay. plus Lowercase. H2O plus PCL5. So many CLs. All right. Interesting. This one, Very. they made this one interesting. First off, we've got... Four hydrogen on the left and four oxygen on the left. My first thought straight away is to just slap a five in front of that HCl on the on the left to deal with the five chlorines on the right. Because sure. then, because then we have and then we have eight hydrogens over on our left and two on our right. I'm sure we can figure out. And then we need okay. And then we add a four to H2O. That means we've got eight hydrogen and four of the um. The o of the well, you just did that one. Yeah, so Barry, I think you just smashed that out in once in one thought. Better big. That's <laughs> yeah, great. That's well, balanced. So yeah, to, so yeah. I told was... you. Well, I'm slow to start, but once I'm no, in, you I... smash it. You throw the five down to match the chlorines. Then you've got too many H's. But as soon as you match the H's by doubling by putting four H two O's to get all of those uh, to match all your H's, you end up with the right number of oxygens, and you're sweet. Lovely. Kings oh, of the castle gosh. of chemistry. So for those following at home, that balanced equation is H three PO four plus five HCl arrow. 4H2O plus PCL5. Amazing. But I mean, perfect. And that's now, what we've got so far. Um, all right. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. Well, that's, there we that's, go. We've got uh, one, two, and nine, and ten. Yeah. Let's go find um, three. Yeah. Was there two, any purpose eight. to doing that? Or <laughs> am I just making you do your homework? Oh, feels good. Feels good to get back to it. Um, so that was behind the diorama desk. Yes. Mm. And then the dioramas themselves are all fun, weird fun, things fun, clay yeah. and balloons yeah. and. Cells and gas in the balloon. I started writing down all of the materials you said, and then I was like, I don't think that's going to be. 
Um, cellophane? <laughs> is there anything else that... Well, why don't we walk around to another part of the room? Yeah, let's... Um, I mean, should we just... Well, I guess we're over at the dioramas. Why don't we, uh, on our way through to the desk, look at the bench? You were always taught to clear your bench top after a science experiment, but that rule has very much been ignored here. There's a whole bunch of beakers with different coloured solutions in them. Me, 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 me. There's a Bunsen burner. Oh, uh, Beaker, what are you doing? I don't know why it sounds <laughs> why like allocators. <laughs> I'm doing the Muppets. Beaker oh, oh, and my Bunsen Honeydew. Okay. There is also a device that you haven't seen before. Mm. Looks like a small microwave, but when you inspect the back of it and find a handy-dandy label, you learn that it is a... um. Uh, Single metallic compound separator. Oh. Apparently, according to this label, you put a substance in, press go, and it will churn out a pure form of whatever metal was present. There's also one other label on the side of it that says, no glassware. Fair enough. Glass contains a semi-metal that would just explode the whole thing, really. Uh, You open the device's door to peek inside, and look at that. Piece of paper sitting in there. Ooh. I uh, burn it. Yeah, <laughs> I immediately eat it without looking yeah. at it. Oh. There are some more equations. More equations. Here Alrighty. we go. All right. We have... What number are these? So this is number three and four. Uh-huh. We have as number three, we have C2H6 plus O2. And then we have the arrow going uh, to H2O plus CO2. Carbon dioxide. Oh, yeah. See, I remember some of them. (laughs) Oh, and then number four, we have um, CA plus V2O5. And then the arrow to CAO plus V. Ooh, Kao, the the Chinese uh, dynasty warriors villain. Sorry, I don't know my actual (laughs) romance of the three kingdoms. Kao, Kao. All right, interesting. Okay, let's write this. Let's uh, start off with number three. C2H6 plus O2, arrow to H2O plus CO2. So we've got three oxygens on the right and only two on the left. And then we've got uh, C2H6. All right, so let's give ourselves enough H first. Let's go four H2O on the right. Sure. Is that even going to... Oh, yeah, that'll make us eight hydrogen, won't it? Uh, oh, sorry, you're totally right. Three. Three, yeah. H2O. C2. So that gives us six hydrogen. That gives us six hydrogen, but then it also gives us four oxygen. We'll have five oxygen on the right. Oh, sorry, you're right, yes. So we've now got five oxygen on the right. Which is a bit of a problem. Which won't work. Yeah. But let's, let's because we've all got C2, so let's put a two to CO3. Sure. As to yeah. the CO2 on the right and see where that puts us. So that gives us enough carbon and enough hydrogen, but it gives us... Three oxygen plus two, uh, seven oxygen. Oh, that's still not right, is it? We need it to be in it, yeah. All right, let's <laughs> let's up this to a six in front of the H2O. Yeah, okay. So that gives us 12 hydrogen, uh-huh. six oxygen. Okay, so we've put a six in front of the H2O, is that right? Yes. And how's that gone for us? So that we gives have... us 12 H2O and six oxygen, and we've still got plus two CO2. So that gives us 12 hydrogen. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. So this is interesting. Yeah, I, that, suppose, that. I suppose however many oxygen we end up with, as long as it's even, we can figure it out. Mm, yeah. That's the trick that's here. The, yeah. That's the only – so the only thing we have to do is make sure that the whatever hydrogen and carbon we end up with are a multiple of two and six respectively. 
and then and you know what actually we should consider why fact, this should be fine i have an idea instead of starting at the h2o let's add our two to the co at the on the right because we definitely need to oh yeah we've already got that yeah, so okay. i think we're done here because we've got oh, six okay. h2o which gives us 12 hydrogen and uh six oxygen and we've got two c2o2 do you need to go all the do you need to go all the way to 12 can't you just want want to just go to six I've put oh, a, oh, as in put a three there. Yeah, because then we end up with a uh, weird amount of oxygen, an uneven amount oh, of oxygen. Oh, that's what you, that's the, yeah. Yeah. I got caught in, your, in the trap that yeah. you've already worked yeah. way out of. <laughs> you dug yourself out of a trap and I jumped in behind you. Um, <laughs> step step the on those grassy here. leaves. It seems like it'd be comfortable on the feet. <gasps> All right. So, sorry. Uh, six H2O plus, let's change that to four CO2. Four CO2. Yeah, mm. because if it's two CO2, we, we, Already need to put at least a two here. So if we okay, so now six H two O plus four CO two that gives us twelve hydrogen and four carbon. So we just put a two on the C two H six that gives us our four carbon and our twelve hydrogen. So then we ended up with six oxygen, eight oxygen on the right. So we just put a four on the O two, and there yeah. we've got it. Bang! Another very complicated one at number three, but you you did it. So, that's that's like a classic trick with these is is needing to get evens and odds yeah, and all that yeah. other stuff. So that has ended us up with two C two H six plus four O two arrow to six H two O plus four C O two. Beautiful. Now onto our fourth equation, which is C A plus V two O five arrow cow from Dynasty Warriors plus V. Interesting. So. This one seems easy. I think it's five cow plus two V on the right, and then just five CA plus V2. Yeah, oh, oh, no, sorry, V205. Yeah. It's the, oh, no, but that's. Five is going to get us. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Gets us <laughs> you know what happened there? I wrote the number four um, for it being the number four thing, and I thought it was included in the equation. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So I, believe, <laughs> I believe, if I'm not crazy, our balanced equation here is five CA plus V205. Arrow, five cow, plus two V. Sounds good. Perfect. All right. Which spells out scout to V. Anyway, um, uh, uh, no, it doesn't. So those are our new equations. Oh, yeah. Now, that was just the piece of paper we found, but we've got yes. this um, metallic compound separator. Oh, uh, yeah. A single metallic compound separator that says no glassware. Mm. Is, there, is there anything in there at the moment? No, just that piece of paper that just you found. Just that piece of paper. And, uh, and on the bench around it, we've got lots of beakers and Bunsen burners. Correct. But these mm. beakers and Bunsen burners are empty? No, uh, well, the Bunsen burners don't have much capacity to be full. Uh, but <laughs> Full of uh, fuel. <laughs> there are matches, so you can make them work if you nice. need to. Uh, the beakers all were full of different colored solutions. Uh, how many beakers have we got? Several. Oh, interesting. There is um, red amount. and yellow and green and brown <laughs> okay? and scarlet and black and ochre and pearl and ruby. And I don't know the order of these colors. I look handsome. You look, I look smart. smart. You're a perfect work of art. You're a walking work of what? art. What? You're a walking work of art. <laughs> he is dangerous. Aim up on. Are we still in the same musical? I only know. <laughs> We're doing the catalog. <laughs> We're doing the catalog. We're searching I'm out the Starlight Express memories. of musicals. <laughs> Joseph and his Technicolor coat from the railway yard. All right, enough. <laughs> We, um, all right, so 
They, the Joseph <laughs> and his colored coat is here. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone know Rock of Ages? No. Um, <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, do we, we want to keep looking for more um, things to transfer, or do we want to yeah, look for? Yeah, for sure. Because I, I, in my mind, I was like, we need metallic compounds to separate. I thought they might be in these beakers, but the non-specific <laughs> answer I'm getting to the number of beakers makes me think it is. It's just messy for flavor. It's yeah. entirely plausible, but yeah. I mean, for one thing, all of them are in glass beakers. Yeah. So oh, what could yeah. you do? Well, we can't we just do. pour the I'll liquid take a little into sip the from the most uh, oh, yeah. natural looking. That's one. rule one of being in the lab that yeah. everything is safe to drink. So I don't do that. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go over to the whiteboard. Yeah, I yeah go. let's okay. keep looking for stuff. Whiteboard. I do it all on desk. the whiteboard. You would, but there is no room to. This whiteboard is covered in stuff. Oh like, I wipe it. Forget one lesson. It <laughs> looks like a important. week's worth of content, and I'll show you this. Interesting. Uh, we have quite a full whiteboard here. It whoa. says on the top, remember the AGNO3 salt bridge, Okay. which is right up there with the Alamo, which the, with the things you need to remember. I take some notes. Yeah, my lord. Don't spend too much time taking notes. Oh, on this. okay. This, right, this right. seems overly complicated. It is. Right. Okay. Remember the AGNO3 salt bridge. And then at the top it has in green aspects uh-huh. of matter. These are colors. Okay. Uh, copper, 2, CHL. Calcium, HO, with an arrow to lithium, HO. You will need flat metal sheets, test okay. tubes. It also says iron, 4 plus. Boron, 3 plus. Uh, it says indium phosphate. It says one at a time. It says sodium in the bottom left. It says potassium in the bottom right. It says measure temperature after five minutes. It's got a little diagram of people moving test tubes through a Bunsen burner. Uh-huh. And it says endo or exo question mark. And I'd say that's just about all the things that are on this piece. A pretty, of a pretty full. Well, and just for my own uh, edification, what do you think of that picture of a Bunsen burner? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Looks to me, from Thank what I you. remember, of the scientific diagram of Bunsen burners. freak. I thought it's it looked chunky. like an elephant superhero who can control the power of flame. <laughs> it does kind of look like an elephant superhero. He's wearing a domino mask. Uh, I would say he seems to just be a head and a hoof, like he doesn't That's have a body to speak power. of. Okay. <laughs> That's he sort of looks like an elephant-themed candle is what I would say. <laughs> Superpowers are usually, like, good and cool. <laughs> elephant. He's oh, a very the- Silver Age hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. This is this is an elephant with dominion over flame. What would his name be? Mm. Tr- tr- hot hot trunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. Actually, Thank perfect. You. Yeah, hot trunk. That's a yeah. transformer name if ever there was one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hot trunk coming in. <laughs> oh, GI Joe character. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. What do we do with this? This well, is like a, this uh, looks like my notes that I would take in high school. Yeah. Well, it seems like it's relating to our metal compounds. Yeah, yeah. We need to um, get some flat sheets. Uh, now, interesting. So we've got tubes. that. Now let's look at the desk next to the whiteboard. Yeah, okay. We've got this information, which we may need to look at. Yeah, we'll need. You'll be fine. Yeah, we might need more of that. The desk itself is large. It's got a single drawer and its surface is clear except for a whiteboard eraser and a single sheet of paper. Taking a look at the paper, you see it's a short handwritten note. Paul, I've just finished another batch of each. After seeing how good your results were, I couldn't resist taking some of ours myself a few hours before everyone else gets their share for tonight. I've already sent the other one on. If you need to know where, or if you'd like to read more about the science behind all of this, it's uh, locked up in here. Don't worry. Despite my best efforts, no student here is good enough at chemistry to find it. And what's this? Stuck to the back? There is a different piece of paper, a little torn one. Ooh. Who's Paul? Who's Paul, Paul is Paul? Oh my God. And what kind of poison are they? Paul was the imposter fake student from the uh, previous episode. Oh. Wow. 
Bloody poor. Bloody All right. Poor. So I think okay. we've got a couple Here we more go. bouncing we have, Yeah, we have some more equations. Here we go. We have uh, number seven and eight on this one. Ooh. Number seven is F-E-S. Uh, F-E is together and then, then a capital F's. Plus O2. Arrow S-O-2. Plus F-E-2. O3. Uh, and then if you're done with that one, there's number eight, which is P plus O2 to P205. Uh, now I'm going to write those down because I find it easier to solve these when I write them down. Oh, yeah. Uh, I tried to do it off the phone with the last one and I was no help to Pat at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, number eight is easy, I believe. Yeah. That is a 4P plus 502 arrow 2P205. Once you balance the Ps, you end up with so many O's, you've got to balance the O's as well. Exactly. No, sorry, that's 4P. 4P, 4P so then you can do 502 yeah. arrow 2P205. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, for the seventh one, is FES plus O2 equals SO2. My S's look like fives is the problem I'm running into. That is the SO2 problem. plus FE2O3. We've got another odd even oxygens problem. Yes, we've got five oxygens on the right and only two on the left. So that means we need to get them to 10. So let's put a five in front of the O2. Now we've got 10 oxygens on the left and five on the right. Let's put a two. This is actually interesting. Because if I then put a two. What are we doing here? We're doing it. I was hung up on writing your equation of the eighth one. I'll have to get it from you. I've got FES plus O2 arrow to SO2 plus FE2O3. My first move is to put a five in front of the O2 on the left. Five in front of the O2. On the left to get it to 10, which we could get the five on the oxygens on the right too. Let's try... And then SO2. Let's try a different approach at the moment. Mm-hmm. We need to get the... Let's get the F's, F's and S's matched yeah, okay, first let's do because that. They're, they're trickier. So we have one S and two FE's on the right, one FE and one S on the left. So let's put a two FES. Two FES on the, on the, on the left. left? Yeah, good start. And that gives us the right amount of FEs on both sides, but we need to balance the, the S's. So let's put a two on the SO2 on the right. And that gives us two FEs and two S's on both sides. Now on the right side, we've got four oxygens and three. On the right side, four oxygens. On the right side, we've got seven oxygens now. So that isn't right. We need to make that even. So instead, let's make it four FES on the left. Four over here? Yep. Four FES on the left. And then make it four SO2 and two FeO3 on the right. So that gives us, that equalizes our FEs and our S's. We've got four FEs and four S's on both sides. Sure. And now on the right, we have eight oxygen plus six oxygen is 14 oxygen. Mm-hmm. So if we put okay. a seven on the O2 on the left, that, that equalizes. Beautiful. That classic, classic trick when you can't get out of your... Uh, odd numbers, you just multiply it by everything by two, and then you must be even. <laughs> so then we, so that left us with four FES plus seven O two arrow four SO two plus two FE two O. Well, nice. Another couple of uh, equations cracked out. One of them quite complicated. Yeah, We've got a lot of solutions. And then, I mean, like, oh, can we sorry, figure that? Well, you've, got a lot of, you've got a lot of correct from? responses. 
we, we just haven't really we, we're smashing these equations and not for no reason at the moment yeah. <laughs> well, it just means you're doing the pre-work for something later on that's which it. presumably is that lock on the desk that um, uh, Mr. Um, uh, Canafani was talking about yeah is this um, a master lock on the deck because we can have, just open that with you, another master yeah, you lock you haven't looked at all at what that uh, <laughs> yes. was let's, let's look at that desk drawer yeah you move your hand to open the drawer but pause hold on what are you reaching for because there is nothing oh. there. There's no handle. There is a round hole, which makes you think someone has unscrewed a handle, but the closer you look, the more you are pretty sure that's not the case. The hole's a bit wider than you'd expect for that for one. You look at it, you peer directly into it, and well, you can't see what's inside the drawer. You see something silver built into this drawer front. Hold on. You think you've read about this. This is a magnet drawer. Instead of a handle to pull on, you're supposed to have a magnetic rod, like made of iron, ah. insert it in, and a magnet on the other end attaches to it, and you can then just pull it smoothly open. Okay, so okay. we're going to need to we're extract gonna... iron out of yeah. those metallic compounds. Yeah, yeah, we need to make a magnet or make a thing that we can use as a magnet. Yeah. Okay. And as the insane clown posse famously asked, <laughs> magnets, how do they work? That is true. <laughs> oh. It's a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> Um, interesting. All right. Well, I feel like we're missing a few. So we are missing in terms of wait, equations. Are you asking what equations? No, we're no, missing? no. Yeah. We, we're missing a couple of equations. So yeah. we need to find one more torn piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Five and six. Um, but we also just, I feel like we need more stuff to actually solve the puzzles of these various places. Can now we, when we first arrived, we said that we were going to tear down that matter poster. Um, I know in an escape room you must never damage anything, and I know that is the same rule that you guys apply to your. So could I sometimes can I uh, 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 softly uh, uh, pull apart the the tapes at the corner of each of the mana posters just to see if there's as anything as gently behind. as you can. You peel across the edges of those poster, it comes down perfectly. You could rewrap this like a Christmas present. Great, I do so. And then, uh, oh, you slip on a banana peel on the floor. It goes flying. It lands on a Bunsen burner and it vanishes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> did you leave the Bunsen burner on? I did. Oh, I was no. a cigarette. We together as one person yes, yeah, who yeah. are split. The left part of the body was lighting yeah. a cigarette. Um, there was right. nothing behind it and I guess it wasn't important anymore. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I do the same with the ripped we, equations <laughs> poster. I go under the bench. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to take a look at this lab bench? Or is there anything else at the desk other than the whole, like is there anything on the desk that maybe oh, a notepad or something? Desk, I don't know. Yeah. I'm looking for. Uh, besides your piece of paper, there was one other thing sitting on that desk. Uh-huh. Ah, uh, yes. That I recall. So I won't ask you to repeat. What was it? It was a whiteboard eraser. A whiteboard eraser. We oh. pick up the whiteboard eraser and we erase all the parts of the whiteboard that aren't written in permanent marker, thus revealing a secret message. <laughs> no, just thus removing all the, ends. <laughs> all the information. <laughs> okay, I see them. I'm. Oh, hang on. Oh, my Things God. Are happening. Oh. And he is taking. Oh, my God. Oh my it's God. We are giving them the picture of the whiteboard. And it is and set to eraser. It should be set oh, to erase. Okay. Okay, I'm erasing out oh, this. Oh, things oh, are actually being erased and other things aren't. Are erasing. Oh. Flat metal has revealed flame. I am flame uh, tests. My heart is racing. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, people at home. You just get the final. Oh and the, my god! The, the, the two lithium, the copper, the iron. Get rid of it all. It's all going away. The Bunsen burner remains, just the, so everyone knows. And, and all the names of the metals in different colors, and yeah. the word "dimp." No, <laughs> flame and flame dip. <laughs> Flame tests dip and it says copper, calcium, lithium, ion, boron, sodium, potassium, all in various colours. Green, orange, red, uh, uh, sort of an, an an off yellow and a real yellow and a purple. 
So flame tests deer. Call it gold. Do you? Thank you. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Waiting for someone to call it gold for weeks. Yeah, no, yeah, that's gold. That's as yeah, you know. Okay, flame tests. All that glisters isn't gold. (laughs) So glitters anyway. No, you are right. Oh, good. It's it's both now, but yeah. So it's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different metals. It says the word flame tests dip. And then it has a diagram that seems to be, uh, all right, so we got to dip things in things is, is what I'm hearing. So I think maybe we need to dip stuff from the diagram. This is just spitballing. Yeah. Um, we might need to dip stuff that we take from the diorama table into the solutions. Oh. And then that will maybe tell us something. That's a great idea. Yeah. Let's um, head thought. over to the diorama table and is grab. That- there were. Um, I had a list of things. There's I, clay. For people, for people who are listening along, usually our guests have nice, neat notebooks. Barry has surrounded himself with m- dozens of little uh, post-it notes with various It's great. It's rhythm. like being in the room with an erratic author. All he needs is a pin board and some red string. And yeah. <laughs> why, where, where did you get that picture of JFK as well? <laughs> why is that involved? I have a very messy mind. Um, <laughs> Man, I have no means to um, clean it. Keep or, looking, or, keep, like, keep looking. Well, this is the only way it's working for me so far. And then nice, I have, you're I have doing a pile, great. Fantastic. I, I have a pile of, of post-it notes that I've deemed not worthy to be anything anymore, which are underneath the iPad. Mm. This one could probably be rubbish. Anyway, I have models of cells here. So we have things over on the table. I don't know if the items of the things were important, but I started writing them down. We had balloons and paddle pops and uh, uh, popsicle sticks and cellophane and clay. So let's, yeah, go over to the diorama desk and just double check what we've got there. Do we have any calcium just laying around? Do we have around? anything that looks like <laughs> it's made of gold? So from those models, uh, there was clay, cellophane, marbles, balloons, and paddle pop sticks. Okay. And marbles, are these um, glass marbles, which we can't put in there? Probably. Not mm. like the marbles made of marble? Not worth risking. <laughs> There's one really rich kid who carved his <laughs> out of... My marbles are marble <laughs> and ivory. <laughs> no, I won't play for trades. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let the um, that flame-themed elephant superhero hear about your ivory marbles. Yeah, no. He'll go ballistic <laughs> because you know what they call him? Ivory... I've already lit the fires. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm going to take a paddle pop stick. Yeah, okay. That seems like the most scientific thing. And I'm going to yeah. go dip it in one of those solutions. <laughs> yeah. You can do that. You pick a random solution, you dip it in, and as far as you can tell, like nothing happens to the paddle pop stick. You now mm. just have a moistened paddle pop stick end. Uh, well, that's the dip, but well, we haven't yet done the flame test. Well, oh, so then I was going to say we just dip it again into a different solution. No, no, because I think because so also look at this diagram. Doesn't that kind of look like a paddle pop stick that's then oh, being dipped and then being and then, and then being lit? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I light the Bunsen burner flame mm-hmm. and I and I hold the dipped paddle pop stick over the flame. And again, we're back to. Like high school chemistry, doing flame tests. Yeah. Burning things that the science teacher definitely doesn't want you to be burning. Oh, no, they this love it. This is, is what they want you to burn. This is a real thing that you have to do for a year 12 practical oh, exam. Really? Yeah, and ironically, it's how Ivory, I've already lit the fires, gained his powers <laughs> in a high school accident. <laughs> yeah, somebody, tragic somebody did a flame test on kryptonite and it gave him magic yeah, yeah, powers. Yeah. I will not be surprised if I've talked about this uh, flame tests a lot on the podcast before, even though we haven't had them in a room uh-huh. yet because I love them no, so no, much. Right. 40, 40% of our marriage is Danny talking about flame tests. <laughs> <laughs> and then a few weeks ago, just forgetting exactly how they worked what? and going, wait, so when you put it over the fire, what is catching on fire exactly? And Bill, you haven't gotten a bun 
Bunsen burner in the apartment? What's going you on? You don't know what my apartment looks like. It's 90% I, Bunsen burner. Exactly I what do know what your apartment looks like. Looks like. Yeah, okay. That is true. But I'm doing a bit for the listeners. <laughs> but you can edit that part of, uh, of us replying out. No, I'll edit out the bit, but just me explaining that I was doing one. <laughs> so you take your dipped paddle pop stick, you make sure the Bunsen burner is nice and flaming, and you hold the stick over the flame. Distance so that it doesn't like fully catch the wood on fire, but the fire licks the edges. And with that, the flame changes colour to a sort of purpley. Purple. That was cool. okay. potassium. We're looking for gold. Gold was iron was the gold okay. coloured one. Oh, okay, okay. You take some more paddle pop sticks, use the clean, non-clay-y ends of them. Mm-hmm. You dip them in the various ones. All right. Green flame, red flame, yellow. Right. Finally. Rich gold flame. Rich gold flame. I get that solution mm-hmm. and I put it in the metal compound. Hang on. It's in a be- It's in a glass beaker, right? We can't put glass in the metal compound. Thing. It'll be fine. I put it in. <laughs> I don't think it will be. Let's get uh, something to. Um, okay. So. I find a metal cask. <laughs> That's probably a bad idea. You'll get multiple bits of metal going oh, yeah, on. Yeah, we need we a non-metal. <laughs> Uh, oh, the clay. Yeah, maybe something clay. like the clay or something. What was it? It was yeah. clay, cellophane, cellophane? little little balloons. We fill a balloon with um yeah with with uh, that. That solution. seems like the most obvious. Tie it up and put it in the. You do that. You take like half of the solution. You put it in a little balloon that you found in a model. Stick it in the machine. Close the door and press go. And after just a couple of minutes, it goes ding. You open it up and. Okay, what's left? The balloon is basically disintegrated, and what's left is sort of just a splatter of pure iron on the bottom. Okay. So it worked. Yeah. It's now just a splatter. All right, well. We chip away at it. We get, can we get it? Right. Um, what's it, something it... that will survive? I mean, I guess clay, if you warm it up, will, will like, clay you know, seems become like a cup, will create choice, a cup yeah. of tea. Yeah. So I'm going to use the cellophane. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, we we fun, make a little... um The marbles, we, the marbles. <laughs> we manipulate the clay into a little cup. Pour some mm. more iron solution in there cool. and put that in there. We make specifically it a, make it a very narrow cup, and then it will probably already end up being the right shape. There you go. Uh, I make it rod shape. Sure. I make it a rod yeah. out of clay. Fill it with iron. We choose the the science project that looks weakest, made out of clay, because we, we figured they probably won't mind. We choose to do what will provide the solution to the puzzle. <laughs> yes, actually, that's a great. Yeah. And yeah, so, some cells have defects anyway, yeah. so yeah. it's fine if the cell membrane is a little bit uneven. Mm. Uh, you take all you need, you roll it out, you take it back over to the desk to compare the size of the drawer hole, and pretty soon you've got a serviceable mold. So nice. you pour a bit more of the iron solution into that. And you carefully carry it over to the separator, stick it in, press go, and it takes another couple of minutes. You keep anxiously looking towards the door, expecting Mr. Menifee to burst in and catch you. Awful, just having to sit there and wait. <laughs> but at last, little machine dings. You open it up, and sitting inside your mold is a perfect, mostly cylindrical, shiny silver rod. And the clay itself is still nice and malleable, so you can move it. I can't believe this is what he has to do every time he wants to open his desk. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nightmare. He's- um, all right. Well, we, we. I can't believe no kid has just done this. <laughs> no <laughs> kid in my class is smart enough that. to do this. Like, that means you're a bad teacher, yeah, Mr. Manifee. And he goes, oh, much to my own effort. You know, yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. clearly not trying at all. You're just doing your evil plans. It's ridiculous. It's such a shame. All right, uh, we uh, break out the rod and <laughs> yeah. use it to um, spoil the child. Yes, exactly. <laughs> By not using it. Yeah, we use it as a magnet key to open up that desk drawer. You insert the yeah. iron rod and you feel the magnet inside like strain to grab onto it. And when they connect, you pull and the drawer just easily opens up. No resistance at all. You eagerly look inside and you find two things. One, an electronic tablet. 
Yes, this yes. is probably filled with all of Mr. Menifee's secrets. And it probably got games on it. Exactly what you've been searching for. <laughs> you got sewer runner? What is it? Subway runner? Yeah. Annoyingly, you may never know because it's locked and needs a password. Ah, uh, uh, my I tried password. When, when he said that his secrets were locked away, he meant they were double locked away. Mm. And the other thing is a sheet of paper. You flip it over, you're hoping for password hints. Um, maybe. You're not sure yet. Down the bottom we have um, what looked like a, a series of dashes in a like sort of circular fashion. Um, they have numbers underneath them and then letters on top of them. <laughs> if we go from top left and then I'll go uh, to the right, um, go around. Yeah, clockwise. Thank you. No uh, so we have H with an arrow going. Some of them have arrows going back and forth uh, in both the left and right directions. So uh, our first one, number one at the bottom, and then H at the top with both arrows going left and right. Uh, the same on the right is nine with H and arrows going left and right. Uh, we have C, L, arrow left, two. Uh, F, right, with the number five underneath. We have X, E, to the left, with the number six underneath. We have uh, O, with a left arrow, and the number three. We have an O, with two directions, and left and right, uh, and eight underneath. We have O, to the left, number ten underneath. And we have C, A, to the left, uh, <laughs> C, A, to the left, um, C, A, to the right. No, just C, A, to the left, with the number four underneath. Strictly no C, A, to the Let's right. <laughs> Don't take my word for it. Uh, there's no CA to the right. There is an O to the right. Uh, there's the next one with the number seven underneath that. And that gives us our full circle. And it makes H me left, right, very one. confused. All right. Well, presumably that's something uh, with our 10 um, uh, equations. Because gonna... it's one to 10. And yep. so we need to find our last two equations. Probably helps. Yeah. I feel like we've checked everything that was listed in the room. Let's go back and can I check the other side of the door that we've come in on? As well you should. Mm. Oh, yeah. my God. I had this exact thought today. I was just telling Pat before we started this, I was listening to an episode and I was like, they didn't check the door. Oh, yeah. And, and then I was like, I'm going to make sure I check that door. I didn't check the door. Well, you, you helped me check the door. You were subliminally door checked. You we'll head. come back to that when we need to solve it, yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. You head back to the door and first it seems... Pretty much what you'd expect. No stickers on this side, but then you spot something wedged in the hinge on the inside and you pull it out. That's a last little ripped piece of paper. This science teacher is unhinged with these hiding places. Yeah. Okay. What have we got here? Actually, uh, uh, yeah, Pat, Pat, you can read this one. Sure. Please. Uh, we have got, ooh, equations number five and six. We have GA with a little a. Yep. F3 plus CS with a little s. Arrow to GA plus CSF. Then equation number six is XE plus F2. Arrow XE, that's with a little e, F6. This one seems uh, relatively simple. Yeah, I think For so. For number five, we put a three on the right with the CSF. And then to balance it, we just put a three on the CS on the left. That is now balanced. We have one GA, three Fs and three CSs. So the full equation yep, there cool. balanced is GAF3 plus 3CS, arrow GA plus 3CSF. That one's simple. And then uh, the next one's simple it's too, It's also simple. It's just XE plus 3F2, arrow XEF6. Yeah. Those are our balanced equations. And now uh, if we return to our diagram, 
What I'm going to need from you, Barry, because I think your notes are a bit more organized yep. than mine, are all of our balanced equations. Yeah, okay. And the numbers of of which equation they were. So they have are. Those? They have numbers above them. So can I um, go to the tablet and open the password entry thing? Uh, what am I looking at? Standard keyboard layout. Interesting. What I'm thinking, Barry, yep. is all these numbers in this clock-shaped sort of spaces here. I assume these numbers and the letters attach to our equations. And oh, then yeah. for each equation number, we have to put in the number of how many H's, for example. So the first one is H1. So I assume that in equation one, how many hydrogens are there? Oh. And that number is what we uh, need to be putting into the password. Oh, okay, yeah. And then we'd end up with a number sequence. What do you think the arrows mean, though? That is a very good question. I don't know. Uh-huh. I think it would be on both sides of the equation. That's so what the I'm left thinking. and the right is the left and right sides of the equations put together. And the right is the right side of the equation, the, right the left side. is the left side yeah. of the equation. Okay. The only so question for... is is that how what number we get this into, like what order these numbers are in in the actual password order. I'm assuming maybe it's just left to right. Let's let's not let's just first solve anyway. like what the things so, are, the numbers. Uh, one. The what are the numbers of hydrogen on both the left and right side of the equation? We have two hydrogen there, and then I think that's an eight hydrogens, so that's ten total. Oh wait, is this H I is is that gonna count as Hydrogen? No, yeah. just hydrogen. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Sorry. Ooh. So, the, what, however many H's there are. However many H's. Okay, f- great. So we have uh, two, ten, fourteen. Unless I'm wrong, and that's not counted. If that well, doesn't have count, to be, that have to it, be equal on the same side, right? So if it's so once we get it left on the right <laughs> side, so it's yeah. ten on the left side, so it's ten on the other side, so it's twenty. Twenty. Total. Okay. So that's for. Um, Next go. is nine, uh, but it's the same thing. Hydrogens on both sides. Okay. Well, this one's yeah. That was two. Uh, so that's. Four. Four hydrogen, so yeah, eight. Eight. So 20 and then eight. Then we go around clockwise. For equation number two, I need the amount of CLs only on the left side of the equation. CLs on the left side. Uh, that's five, five um, CL. HCL. Yeah. Okay, so that's five. Then counterclockwise on equation number five, I need the amount of Fs on the right side of the equation. Uh, it would be three, right? Because they're balanced. Three, yeah. yeah. Then on equation number six, I need the XEs on the left side. That's one. One. Then on equation number three, I need the O's on one side. 14, O2. That's no, 14, O. Then number eight. Number eight, yep. I that's need this the one. O's on both sides. O's on both sides. Um, I think that's 10. On both sides? On bo- so no, from both sides, it'd be 20. Great. Then on equation number 10, I need the O's on one side. Five. Five. Then on equation number four, I need the CA on the left side only. CA on the left side only? Yep. My thought would be that it's five. Is that was, five. That's what I've written. Right. Yeah, cool. I remember that one. And our last one is equation number seven. We need the O's on the right side only. O's on the right side only. So I'm going to guess because it's uh, 14 on the left, it would be 14 on the right. Okay. We've been presented with a clock that um, from the kind of top left around in, a, in the clockwise direction is 28. Five, three, one, fourteen, twenty, five, five, fourteen. Now, what does that tell us? Um, I forget where we even where this even came from. Okay, so we opened the drawer. Is that right? And was this was one of the This is one of the pages. Yeah, you found the tablet and this. Oh, so the tablet. Okay, which has a password that you need to put in. It's just a regular key keyboard password. Is there a regular? Is there any indication? Sometimes when you have a password on a thing, it shows you like that there are how many digits it has. Is that? Is there any indication of that, or is it? Uh, there are ten. Oh, hey, ask and you shall receive. <laughs> Ten characters. Oh, so. And be. that's for our ten equations. 
I mean, is it, characters. is it letters in the alphabet? <laughs> yes, but the other issue is the what order is it in because uh, it's we're in a clock face and it's not clear where it starts and where it ends. Well, it might be more clear if you put in the letters. Yeah. Okay, oh, sure. True. So uh, let's go through the fun of counting in the alphabet. I see a one, which is an A. Oh, well, ha- yeah, easy, nailed that. Easy stuff. I see a, a three, which is a C. Uh, I see a five, A, B, C, D, E. That's an E. We have our next number is an eight. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. That's an H. 20 is T. 20 <laughs> is T. And then 14 is our A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N. N. So um, I've written that in a way that is clear. So let me write that again. T. Natch. <laughs> <laughs> Natch. Those are the right letters. V. C A N. The can. T. E. E N. The canteen. Oh. It says the canteen on it. So type in canteen, the canteen. Into the original the- note that you found on his desk said, if you would like to know where I have sent the batch on or would like to find out more information. He sent right. it to the canteen. He's poisoning these children. Oh, my god! All right. So now we know the canteen. But, yeah, what would you like to do with this tablet, sorry? Smash it. <laughs> yeah, snap it in <laughs> Let's half. enter in the canteen. Yeah. You type those words into the password screen and the device opens up. Ooh. You see icons for a variety of files and folders. You scroll through to see if any of them sound suspicious. Lots of very teachery resources, questions, answers, schedules, rubrics. Everything is really boring. <laughs> and then it occurs I, to you. I lock it. <laughs> yeah. That's the perfect place to hide something. Oh. <laughs> Let's look for the most boring title you can find. <laughs> what, what have you got? What do you think? Uh, what sounds boring to you? Numbers. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with like uh, student due dates. Paint. Paint. <laughs> it all comes back to the paint. Paint, paint drying yeah. video. Oh, man. Yeah. I went with disposal protocol, insoluble material, sewage laws, 95 to 98. Oh, but wow. okay. That was my next guess. Because <laughs> no one's going to want to look at that in a hurry. <laughs> no. yeah, I don't know. So, you find paint, I guess. You open it up. <laughs> Problem is, paint is also a senior science module, and it's very interesting. (laughs) And bingo. This document is not about insoluble paint material disposal protocol from the 90s at all. (laughs) It's a simple type document with a few rough e-pen sketches as illustrations. Gasp. And the topic seems to be, hold on, you can translate this, um, energy transferal. Mm. (gasps) You know all about this. That's normal high school science. That's fine. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, it's a process for forcibly leaching energy from a He's living body Brian and transferring oh it into a new God. host. He's doing the Brian Johnson thing. He's taking his son's blood to make him live forever. Yeah. He's, He's pulling a Brian Johnson. Yeah, uh, it's all here. Mr. Menifee has been experimenting with substances that, when ingested, make your body susceptible to being drained of all energy. Well, that's one way to make the kids less rowdy in class. You yeah, well, no wonder they're not passing science. Yeah. They're getting drained <laughs> of their energy. And, yeah, once he's got someone else's energy, what exactly would the science teacher be wanting to do with this? Oh, my God. Look, you're not 100% sure where this is going, but you've gained a lot of information, and that was your goal. And there is one piece of information that seems more important than all the rest. Mr. Menifee has sent a batch of whatever this substance is onto the canteen. That's what he has done. Which a, means by tomorrow morning, if you don't do something to stop it, it could be in every paying student's lunch. Well, I'm clocking off for the day. They don't pay me yeah, for overtime. Exactly. And I'm not interested. I've worked far too hard already. Yeah. And I've got homework. 
right, well, I, 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 I twirl my gun and put it in my holster. <laughs> Job well done. Time to kill an energy vampire. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Escape This Podcast. Don't forget to tune in next week for Podcast This Escape, where we debrief with our guest and discuss the escape room that we just escaped from.